0: Spoiler alert episode, spoiler Please be advised Spoiler alert, spoiler alert Spoiler alert, spoiler alert alert. alert. Hello everybody, guess what, more spoiler
1: apps Yep, you guys have been enjoying them and so have we So we've been doing more
0: I like it spoiler up 27
1: 27 this is going to be still alice yes so because many of you still haven't seen it
0: (laughs) so you still should get off your ass and go see this movie
1: now remember this is a spoiler up so we will be going through the uh movie inside and out including the ending Mm -hmm. so if you haven't seen the film yet um you may want to hit pause Yes. And then uh, come back. Come back. Or if you have no intention of seeing the film. We get a lot of those emails. I'm never going to see that movie. I just (laughs) listened to the spoiler (laughs) up.
0: All right. So, um, your first just overall thoughts on it.
1: My first overall thoughts, it was that um, Kristen Stewart was not as horrible as I thought she would be. (laughs) 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 But no, my overall thoughts of this movie... (laughs) (laughs) is um, you can see immediately as you're watching this film why um, Julianne Moore Moore was nominated Mm -hmm. and why there were no other nominations for this film. And one of the reasons is it's in that weird kind of class of movies where you have a great performance surrounded by everything else that never really rose above competent. And mm-hmm. one of the issues you have with this film is, and it's a built in issue, and granted, this movie is also based on a book, is that everyone knows the premise of this movie. You know, Julianne Moore is suffering from Alzheimer's at an mm-hmm. early age, mm-hmm. and she gradually deteriorates. So when that basically inciting incident happens in the film, there's nowhere for the film to go except slowly watch this poor woman degrade. And there's no, like, it's not like she's going to get cured at the last minute. There's not going to be a bunch of plot twists. So, ultimately, what you have is how the family deals with it. So, and I really didn't feel like that rose to the occasion of the film mm-hmm. like to see the way the family would deal with it the way they interacted with her i mean she brought her a game i think everyone else kind of brought their a game but then uh, nah, not completely i like it was everything i thought was competent except she rose above the film um it was like when that uh that other movie came out uh i think it was the Solitary Man. Mm-hmm. Where the performance was so good, but the rest of the movie was ridiculous. Uh, and the, what this was didn't get to that level. Yeah. Uh, but this, like, I thought she did a great job, but the rest of the movie was competent and not really um, uh, uh, didn't raise to the. Yeah, I,
0: I think she. I, I I agree. Like, she's amazing, and I was like, wow, she's deserved every nomination and award that she's gotten thus far, um, and she deserves her Oscar nomination. She doesn't. She does an amazing job in yes. terms of how to deal with this and she's this highly educated very smart career driven woman
1: and there're scenes where you're watching her and they're just heartbreaking they're, they're just, absolutely you know devastating
0: they're devastating
1: and also a little disturbing because, you know, there was a scene where, uh, you know, the doctor is asking, you know, I'm going to tell you an address and can you remember it? And you know what? I couldn't remember it. <laughs> a couple seconds
0: later. Well, Everyone's like, oh, God, I forgot yeah, this thing. Yeah, Do I, I have know, Alzheimer's? Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I can't remember that address. <laughs> I got to rewind. Yeah.
0: Um, so the thing, you know, to me, uh, I agree. I think the shortcomings were were written. Were, were, we're script problems a little bit in the sense that, like, well, let's – my biggest complaint was Alec Baldwin's character.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that.
0: Because are you really fucking kidding me? Your wife is – you know she's going through Alzheimer's, and I get that he's, like, kind of in denial about it. Mm-hmm. But is he the dumbest guy in the world? His yeah. his wife already has Alzheimer's. It's been he's watching it decline, and she's going through the things. And he's like, "It's the middle of the night. What are you doing? Like, you would you are you come on? Yeah, wouldn't you be like, okay, this is another part of the thing. Yeah. I got to be there for my wife. Wouldn't I you, was
1: at the doctor's office when he told me she had it. She had. <laughs> so I'm not gonna wig out when she's. What's having, wrong with you? Yeah. And he's this very. Focused, Maybe he had Alzheimer's too. He forgot. Yeah, he forgot that his that wife. Doctor, had a, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, see, Chris, that makes perfect sense. And then at the end of the movie where he gets the job to go to the Mayo Clinic, and he's going to basically leave his wife to go to the Mayo Clinic. So the only... unless With the
1: troubled daughter.
0: With the... Come on. So unless this novel is based on real people and an actual guy did this, and if that's the case, then I then I will... I redact everything I'm about to say. Yeah. If that didn't happen and this was just... It just was like a two-dimensional... You know what I mean it's it's like the 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 selfish husband is just this two-dimensional character It felt contrived. It felt very it, contrived because yeah. it's like what would be far more compelling to me is this guy? They're this, they're this power couple, right? They both have these right. high end university jobs. He's they're both big research people. Also, they're not like
1: spring chickens either. It's no. like am like you know, aren't you getting closer to retirement anyway? Right?
0: Wouldn't, wouldn't he just be? What, what and wouldn't a more compelling plot device, Chris, be? Okay. I got to turn down this job. We got to sell this house. I got, we got to figure out how I'm going to make this work. I'm going to take time off of work. When she's, when, when, when she's like, why don't you take us a battle? He's like, I can't do that. We can't afford it. It's just like, these are, these are regular couple conversations. Not my wife has fucking Alzheimer's conversations. That's what bought. That's where I was like, Shouldn't it be seeing? And we clearly have a fair
1: amount of money at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these are wealthy New York yeah. people. Yeah. With
0: the fucking house in the Hamptons. Right. and Like, okay, so how do they deal with
1: Paying this? for her daughter's uh, theater company. Theater
0: company. Mm-hmm. And they paid for both their children's graduate degrees yeah. in, in law and medical school. Right.
1: And I'm sure very expensive schools.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's... But wouldn't that be an interesting conversation of how they're gonna make this work? And this husband going, Well, I want to spend the next nine months away. I'm gonna you know, he's not gonna do that. He would wouldn't he say because they established that he's a loving husband, that that they, they they have this very supportive marriage. Wouldn't and she even says it like, oh, I have this great husband, this great marriage, and I'm gonna forget it. Wouldn't he, wouldn't, and wouldn't that be more a compelling story to see how they figure this out and what mm. what the fuck would you do? Right. I mean, you're married with two kids. Like, how would you, what, what would you possibly, okay, let's see that unfold. You know, like the sisters fighting with each other. Like, here's, there's a great scene. You brought up Kristen Stewart, where the mom goes through her journal and she's, She's, uh, she rings a bell. She rings a bell. Um, and Did
1: you change the sound that your mail makes?
0: No, that's not. I got the new software. And that's, I've got a text. So now I'm getting a text on my. Oh. God damn it. I'm sorry. A text from Tinkerbell? Tinker, well, Tinkerbell texts me a lot. She, she texts way too much. Tinkerbell's really. She's. So, is just some late night, you know, booty call or whatever? Yep. She's weird. She's into some weird stuff. Bring some fairy dust. Yeah, bring some fairy dust. I'm like, I need to sleep. I yeah. got to go do podcasts. Um, so, uh, here's the thing. So, there's that scene, right? Where um, uh, she, Julian Moore reads. Kristen Stewart's journal
1: yes and keep in mind Kristen Stewart not a teenager not a teenager in her
0: 20s (laughs) in her 20s and reads personal stuff and she and and Kristen Stewart gets like hey man that's none of your business and a couple you know and Julianne Moore's like I'm sorry you know I got Alzheimer's and Kristen Stewart's like "That's that's a bullshit excuse the next day when she sees her mom forgetting that it ever even happened Kristen Stewart goes oh you know what I gotta it's okay mom you know And it's like, well, that's, that's believable. A 23 year old girl is going to be a little selfish. It's all about me. But then when she realizes the severity of what's happening with her mother is then going to like, oh, that's okay. I'm, I'm I'll
1: agree with you on that second scene. The first scene I was rolling my eyes. like, really? You're getting mad in your twenties that your Alzheimer ridden mother read your journal. (laughs) That really felt like, you know, okay, if you were 16, I would get it. But now you're kind of an adult now. And, uh. You know that I don't. I didn't buy that reaction, but I did buy the second one. Right. I bought. I bought her reconciling with her mother sure. about it. Uh, I think it could have been maybe a different device than a journal. Yeah, maybe, something maybe. Like that.
0: But but I. Th- I th- the point is though. Like seeing everybody not react perfectly, I'm like, that's a fine part of this. Yes, it's like uh-huh. it's like in the movie Fifty Fifty, which I really liked about right. the, his and everyone doesn't act perfectly when mm-hmm. they find out that that uh, G- hashtag JGL has got cancer. Right. <laughs> so I was fine with that, and I wanted to see that because this would not be easy on any family. Right. My grandmother had Alzheimer's, but she was in her 80s, mm. and it was you know it was sad and everything, but she died. She was 85, and it was the last couple years of her life, and you know that's. That's the that's the cycle of life. A 50-year-old woman that's at the height of her career. This is hard. Yeah. You know, and so
1: I mean there's that great scene where she said I wish I had cancer people wear ribbons for you and all this stuff and it's a slow deterioration. like she said you know she's losing her memories it was far more devastating to her
0: yeah i'd rather have cancer in my memories yeah than this and she goes people you know you're ashamed and you don't want to admit it when you yeah
1: yeah that was the other thing too which is really interesting like you don't realize that for the person suffering from alzheimer's they must feel that you know ashamed of that disease because they can't remember and they're slowly deteriorating whereas uh, and that's really true. And it's something that I never thought of before, but like you, you tend to have more um, empathy for someone with cancer than someone with Alzheimer's, which is, you know, I, it was interesting to see that pointed out in the film. And that was one of those moments that I think the film really needed more of.
0: I I couldn't agree more. Like Kate Bosworth, who's the oldest sister and she's the the focused career girl who looks down on Kristen Stewart and they keep fighting, which was a good dynamic, I thought.
1: And that I believed.
0: That totally (laughs) believed that those two sisters would fight like that. Yeah. But Kate Bosworth would come in and she wanted to coddle her mom. And, you know, other people in the family didn't agree with her. Right. I thought that was really... Yeah, yeah. And again, I agree, like, I wanted a little more of that there's a scene where she's like, no mom, this is, and she's almost talking down to her and, and Julianne Moore's, the one scene's like, no, no, I know who this is. Yeah. And then later in the movie, she doesn't, but it's like, that's what Julianne Moore was talking about of that scene of I wish I had cancer of saying, people are, you know, looked at, treating me like I'm a moron. You know, and talking down to me and like, no, this is called a pen. And she's like, God damn it. Like I'm I know I'm losing my memory, but Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And how frustrating it is. All those moments with the with the the extra the, the uh supporting cast, they were all like you said, they were good, they were competent, they right. were they were okay and I just wanted more, is the Alec Baldwin character was like, this fucking two-dimensional, it's like when they, when, when you And do- I felt
1: like he walked through it, too. Oh, fuck. He really did. I wanted- It was like doing The Shadow. <laughs> really was that what it's what it felt like
0: <laughs> I don't know that I would put it on him I would put it on the script and the directors a little bit
1: oh definitely no no it Was uh, it, they? he had very little to work with but right. what little he had to work with he didn't seem to care about
0: yeah I wanted to see you know he's trying to be one of these society people keeping the stiff upper lip which is great but then let's see him there's, there was like one or two scenes where he kind of loses. It Let's see him l- struggle with it a little Let's bit. Let's see him struggle. Yeah. And the, going to the Mayo Clinic was like, there's no fucking way.
1: Yeah, the, the movie had a, a couple of those little cop outy things, like, uh, like you know, future video. When uh, it was like, well, if you can't remember anything now, there's a bottle of pills. Go take them and kill Let's yourself. Let's talk about that. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, the, so, the, so there's a scene in the movie where she records this video she's first diagnosed and she records a video for her future self saying, you know,
1: how to, for how to prevent Skynet from taking over.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So she, she gets a subscription for a bunch of Rehypnol and tells, and tells her future self, take this whole bottle. Right. Which I thought, I mean, the samurai in me was like, well, that's an honorable death as opposed to putting a burden on your family. I was (laughs) Because I was sitting there going, if I was diagnosed with this, I don't wanna be a burden in my family. There's that scene mm-hmm. where she goes into the, and she obviously lies about it. She goes into a, a place that deals with seniors with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the the nurse is like, no, you know, how far along is your parent? And she's like, oh, not there. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. clearly for her. And she sees these these senior citizens with- How all, she's gonna end up. How she's gonna end up. And she decides, I don't wanna end up that way. right. And I don't want to be a burden on my family. And so I'm gonna make this video to tell my future self, this is how you kill yourself. So I like that plan. And that's something (laughs) I'm gonna do for myself if this were to happen for me. What did you think? You've already
1: made the video. I've made the
0: video. When you find the butterfly video on my on my laptop, (laughs) that's what it is. So Graham shot last. Graham shot damn <laughs> right. Um, so what do you? What did you think about that?
1: I I I didn't buy it. And, and whenever I see like um, any type of suicide plan or suicide in a movie, I know it's a cheap plot device. I mean, I I don't. It, it just didn't resonate uh, with me. Now, in the um, context of the film, could it have been a little bit believable? Yeah, it it definitely could have. But it's just one of those things where it really felt like because we go to the overall structure of this film of the only way to go, the only direction to go is to watch Juliet Moore um, slowly decline, how do you add some dramatic tension? Oh, oh I know, we'll add like a, a possible suicide scene. Mm-hmm. And it, it felt like just ways to ratchet up dramatic tension because they didn't know what else to do with the, uh, uh, the film and the direction of the film and uh, ultimately of the story because... You know, you're – and I'm not saying this is easy at all because you're painted yourself into a corner with this type of structure of a, of a film and story. So I didn't buy it. I, I didn't buy it. What I did like was that uh, um, she had to watch the video over and over because her Alzheimer's was so advanced that she couldn't remember simple directions. Right. And then, uh, you know, it's always that, like, happy accident. Oh, someone's at the door. I dropped all the pills. Now I'm going to forget about, you know, that kind of – it didn't – I don't know. I didn't buy
0: it as much. Here, here I bought that, that video would be made. I didn't view it as a contrivance. I viewed mm-hmm. it as this career woman would absolutely plan this out. Right. You know what I mean? This motivated, advanced degree career woman would say, okay – here's how we're going to attack this and give herself a sense of control in a situation she has no control over. Right. Um because that's what this is all about is how is everybody dealing with this thing they have so little control over right. and how helpless and scared and angry and frustrated it makes everybody feel. Mm-hmm. That was believable. When she did that I went, "Oh, is that the end of the movie? Is that so do I know what the end of the movie is going to be?" So when she's in that scene and I and I I I agree like I thought that was very interesting she watches the video, then walks upstairs to the dresser where the pills are and then forgets. And then and then you see her finally take the video thing up there. Right. The thing I didn't like was the doorbell ringing and she dropping the pills on yeah, the Yeah, exactly. I was didn't like, matter. come oh. on, just fucking let... If you're going to introduce that thing, have her kill herself or...
1: Have someone stop her for real.
0: Exactly. Like Alec Baldwin finds this video...
1: And the foreshadowing was so stupid, like... uh you're leaving her alone in the house? You know, one of the characters. Right. Yeah, I know. What could possibly happen? I
0: know. Like no (laughs) one's going to leave her alone in the house at that point.
1: Yeah. And then that one time someone leaves her alone, she finds the video. She
0: finds the video. Oh, but then someone knocks on the door. Yeah. So that was like, you know, it could have been, again, I think it could have been an opportunity. Just handled
1: a little better. Yeah.
0: You know, like it could have been a great scene for Alec Baldwin to just stumble across the video. Or the pillbox. Or the pillbox. Yeah. And, and find the video and all this and discover it and then go, okay, that's it. I'm right. home. Right. No fucking way.
1: Or something with his character, like he would leave it for her. Like something like, uh, like- Oh, give
0: her the dignity to do this. Or, or
1: something th- like, yeah, something a little more interesting. Like, you know, if he was, went to the Mayo Clinic, he's checked out anyway. So you wonder like, would he consider this like a mercy or, you know, there's something. Uh, yeah. so inter- there's some interesting things to explore sure. uh, that we didn't get to explore because she dropped the bottle. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she dropped the bottle, and then Kristen Stewart.
1: Now I'll give her credit. I really thought she was going to fuck up the movie, and uh, and and she didn't. You know, she uh, she did a very again like everyone else a competent job. She didn't shine in the movie, but neither did anyone else except uh, Julianne Moore. She, and uh, but you know, you didn't. Let me put it this way: she didn't stick out.
0: She did a decent yeah. job. Here is what I. Here is the thing that struck me. Cause I was literally thinking of all your critiques of her and all the Twilight movies as I was watching. I was like, I know Chris is gonna jump all over this. And I liked what she did in the film. I thought she was a little more than cop. I thought she did a pretty good job. Here's what I'd like it was to see. a real
1: s- stretch to see her play a character that was brooding.
0: Well, that's the thing. That's the point. And I, that's where I started laughing because I was like, you know what I want to see Kristen Stewart do? I want to see her play someone bubbly. <laughs> Her hair's all tightened up, and right. it's always she's always in the disheveled hair and the yeah. t-shirt, and I can't get my life mm-hmm. figured out. She's always that girl. Yeah. I want to see her like in election, giggle, yeah, exactly, <laughs> tight hair, nice outfit, bubbly, life of the yeah. party. Uh-huh. Like I want to see that fucking yeah. Kristen Stewart, and I want to see her now, right? Because I'm done with with the the thing,
1: broody vampire, broody
0: vampire <laughs> lady, got bitten by a wolf baby or yeah. whatever the fucking thing is. Um, so I, I wanted to see that, but. A couple scenes I wanted to point out. The scene where she gives the speech to the um Alzheimer's group. Yes. And she's really struggling with that.
1: And uh it was it was a good scene too, because it was also very honest. She said this pretty much this is horrible.
0: Yeah, this is horrible. And she's you know, that scene where she's FaceTiming with Kristen Stewart, who's still in California at this point in the film, has in the end of the movie, she moves out to live with her right, mom, which to I
1: take over for her, her ta- father,
0: take over father who <laughs> splits. <Come> yeah. On. <laughs> um, so the, um, the, she's Skyping with Kristen Stewart and, um, and reading the speech. And Kristen Stewart's like, well, mom, I think you should, you know, you should make it more heartfelt. It just felt like by the numbers. And then, and then Julie Moore goes, I am, she gets mad and just hangs up on her daughter. And I was like, wow. And people, someone in the theater went, oh. and I was like, wow, that must be what this frustrating thing is of losing your memory and, right. and everybody questioning you and and then you're so mad that you hang up on a Skype call on your daughter and how much that must hurt your daughter and how Kristen Stewart's character actually stopped being a selfish, you know, 20 something and, and stepped up Stepped up and had compassion and, and empathy for her mother, what she was going through. That whole scene and how she's like, I highlight each scene, each line in the speech so I don't, fr- otherwise I'll read the same line over and over and over again. And Kristen was like, just print up another one. And she's like, do you know how difficult that is? Like you're right. not getting how difficult it is. And then when she goes in there and reads the speech, like I was in tears when she was doing that speech. And, you know, she drops the papers on the ground and goes, God, I hope I forget that. Which was like, wow, that was amazing. And, you know, I'm losing who, my, who I am and the doctor's in the audience, but Alec Baldwin wasn't, he couldn't, like, what the right. fuck Like, either establish in the beginning of the movie that he's a dick. Right. Or change it. Because you establish that he's a good husband.
1: Right. And he's compassionate. And
0: he's compassionate, loves his wife, and cares about their family, and how, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe cares too much for his daughter. You know, like, he spoils his daughter. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's that thing, which is believable. I mean, if he didn't
1: care, he wouldn't have paid for the theater company.
0: Right. You know, and that's sort of, a, that was a great little husband, wife, like, honey, well, I, you know, like, yeah. why did you, you didn't tell me? and, and Yeah, and, I did, I told you. Yeah, I did, mm. you know, um, which was sort of the first sign of the, right. of, the, of the- You know, her
1: forgetting a word at a speech or right.
0: whatever. Mm. But, so I love that part of it. And again, though, that's all Julian Moore. Yes. And I will give the director credit, did some cool things. I liked the little scenes where- it gets blurry or you know what I mean? Like, like as the movie progresses, she's mm-hmm. someone's talking and the, and it's just either Julian Moore is out of focus mm-hmm. or the people talking are out of focus as, as the, her world becomes more and more sort of hazy and a fog and doesn't mm-hmm. know people. And, um, and you know, that I really liked that. I really liked before we talk more about it.
1: Yeah. We have a uh, sponsor for the spoiler app. Now, uh, Sherry's berries, who we love. I mean, we they mm-hmm. they always right before a campaign, they always send us the box of uh, strawberries, and like I always say, like the kids recognize the box now, so they rarely make it to day two or day three. <laughs> you know, the the whole box goes very quickly. And now this is actually a special promotion because Valentine's Day is this weekend. Um, so you know do sherry's berries you have to you have to do maybe, sherry's especially berries especially
0: like if let's you know like don't just take a job in minnesota and bail on your wife who's yeah. got a really tough illness maybe yeah. buy her some berries <laughs>
1: yeah buy her some berries and then maybe uh, stick around <laughs>
0: yeah don't, don't be a horrible husband <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly so, so don't be a deadbeat husband and buy your wife some berries and here's the thing. They start at $19.99, and, but if you go to berries.com, that's B-E-R-R-I-E-S, and click on the microphone and type in our code CFN, you can double the berries for just $10 more. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's also a uh, special uh, – it's a special Valentine's Day deal. Now, this actually is only goes to, like, I think tonight, where this is, like, Wednesday night. This is a really special promotion yes. because if you don't order by – um, tonight,
0: Wednesday night, February
1: 11th. Yeah, they may not get there by uh, uh, Valentine's Day, so you, you got to step step on it. Hashtag Barry Work it.
0: Hashtag Barry Work it. So <laughs> February 11th is the deadline for these to show up for Valentine's Day,
1: and they're uh, dipped in white milk and dark chocolatey goodness. And uh, oh, this they- this is my favorite copy point. Um, giant, romantic, fresh, and juicy. <laughs>
0: That should be how you greet your yeah, that's your how significant you greet your other, spouse. Yes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> honey, I'm dipped in chocolatey goodness. I'm
1: giant romantic, fresh and juicy. <laughs> um,
0: the ones, my favorite ones, are the ones that are that have nuts on them.
1: Yeah, they're really
0: good. The chocolate chip ones are good. Yeah, mine are the nuts. I like ones. the white chocolate I ones like white too. Chocolate the,
1: ones. Yeah, I do. White chocolatey goodness. Um, let's see. So berries.com i want to make sure there's no other coffee points we're missing because uh, we want to let you guys know because they honestly they're they're really good i mean that's the one smart thing when a sponsor sends uh something to you like we can tell you for real they're really good but here's here's the thing this is important too they wanted to make sure you guys know that if you order these and there's a problem make sure you tell them because uh they want you to be a hundred percent satisfied like if the berries come in and there's one missing you know your UPS mm-hmm. guy is screwing you over uh, so uh but make sure
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> your UPS guy has a uh, chocolatey strawberry ness yeah, yeah. all around his face then maybe maybe you yeah. need to talk to that yeah. guy <laughs>
1: So uh, they want you to be 100% satisfied. So there's no risk. There's no risk. Uh, I mean, come on. Don't be a deadbeat uh, husband. Don't
0: be like Alec Baldwin yeah. and still Alice. Yeah,
1: just, you know, be giant, romantic, fresh, and juicy. Yeah,
0: and don't move away when your spouse is like <laughs> sick, you know? And here's something I started to do with these in, my, in the last box they sent me. Mm-hmm. I put, you bring like, them to your dojo? I, <laughs> I cut them in half with my katana. Um, no, I put peanut butter on them. Really? Yeah, I dipped some of them in peanut butter.
1: And then you threw them at cars?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I found my UPS driver took a who was gnawing on one of them and I was like, "Take that sucker." Which one did you put peanut butter on? The one that's got the chocolate chips on it. Oh, nice. It's really good, dude. Wow. It's like uh it's like a an amazing like it's Is it a
1: giant romantic fresh and juicy. <laughs>
0: it's all of those things, Chris. <laughs> so, that's how you can enhance your berries. And if you guys buy these using our coupon code CFN of course, and you add something nice to them, let us know cuz yeah. I want to know other ways to eat these things. Absolutely. You know what? Twitter it. Twitter it. Take a yeah. photo and if you if you throw one at your at somebody's car, we want to see a photo of that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So yes, any other uh toppings that you want to put on yes, your serious berries? Yes. We'd like a uh we'd like to see a picture of that. Yeah. As long as it's not insane. It's
0: not weird and yeah. don't break any
1: laws. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> peanut butter's fine, like in that genre.
0: Yeah, peanut butter's not <laughs> peanut butter's not against the law. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what is this? The Soviet Union? Um so berries.com coupon code right. CFN. Um all right, so let's talk about this now back to Still Alice. Yes. The the very ending of the movie. What did you think of the ending?
1: I thought that um You know, here's the thing about the ending. It it was it was one of those things where Now let's You know what? Let me explain what happened first mm-hmm. so we can kind of see. Now, Julianne Moore's character is very very um degraded by this point. Her yeah. memory is very, it's very is advanced. gone and it, it's very um Uh, It's very sad because also, and this is uh, she does such an amazing performance. She some of her responses are grunts, like she she can barely hold a thought in her head. And um, Kristen Stewart basically is reading her um, a monologue, right? Pretty much, and she asks her what it's about, and she says love. It's about love, so she can still understand, you Mm -hmm. know, what she is hearing. She just can't remember uh, everything, and. I thought it was actually a really nice way to end the film. Mm -hmm. I kind of really liked it. The thing about it is, is when you look at ways you could end this film, there's many different ways to end it incorrectly. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. you could, you could just have it stop, you know, like, all right, well, too bad. You could, you could see her death. You could see, like you were saying, you could see her actually kill herself. And, um, but you kind of ended, and this is what I did really like. Um, the film ended on that little um, shred of hope that mm. love is still what keeps the family together through thick and thin. Although it was also ironic because the fucking husband's not there. <laughs> so, so you you have this real um, heartfelt, um, upbeat moment at this very sad time. But also, it's also ironic because there's the troubled daughter is really the
0: only one left for uh, with the mother. <sighs> yeah i i i I actually was really glad that's how they ended it and i was i was like well i'm glad they're doing this over the the seppuku with pills you know what i mean like i because leading (laughs) pilliku yes (laughs) pill shaku yeah um so because there was another great scene leading up to this ending where
1: um sorry i have one more harry pilly (laughs) harry pilly
0: or is it Pilly Carey? Yeah. I forget. Um, either way, Chris, konnichiwa. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a great scene where they're walking into a, you know, Alec Baldwin gets a call in the middle of the night. He's like, okay, honey, put the pants on. And she's like-
1: Yeah, yeah, he dresses her, basically.
0: He dresses her. They get into the hospital and she's like, what, who is that? And I go, that's, that's that's your daughter. And she goes, wow, she looks awful. Well, she just had two babies. And she doesn't, she walks in the room, clearly doesn't quite recognize everybody. Everyone's like, this is, the, and then she holds her granddaughter and has that moment of like recognition.
1: And you see the daughter's not even sure if she wants the mother.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, the they're baby. like, yeah. can I hold it? And everyone's like,
1: I don't know. Oh, is she
0: going to forget?
1: Yeah. How to how, hold the baby. She's like, to, I know how to hold the baby. I know
0: how to hold the baby. All right. Well, why don't you sit down first? Right. Which they're coddling her, but they kind of have to, like it's, yeah, this, yeah. it's this, and, it, and again, it's a great scene of how the family is having to deal with this situation. Right. Like all these things you never think about. Um, so she has this moment where she's holding her, her grandchild, and it's this beautiful moment. And then pretty shortly thereafter, I think, is the scene with Kristen Stewart, where she says, it's all about love. And I thought that was a great way to bring it all together. Although the dad should have been (laughs) there. Maybe just you and I as men were so offended that this is like, um, uh, to me, it was like, but I sticking with the ending, it is a wonderful ending and you get to see actually a nice arc with Kristen Stewart's character.
1: Yeah, you definitely do. She,
0: she moves to, she leaves her acting career in LA. She goes, I'm going to be in New York and I'm on audition. I'm going to do plays and I'm going to be with my mom. Yeah. And you're like, wow you know having known some people who
1: the other you know, thing is too they've got a caregiver too it's yeah. not like you know the daughter is the primary right. caregiver there's still rich manhattanites who can afford in-home care yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so they're not struggling
1: with that right um so kristen stewart is more of a companion which yeah. is well you know that's still very mm-hmm. extremely important the other thing too now that you, br- you bring it up it made me think about it where there was talk of, like, Alec Baldwin, well, I'll just bring her with me and get her good care. And And right. she didn't want to leave. But here's the thing. I think he didn't really press the point. All right, well, she doesn't want to leave,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, and my it, wife with Alzheimer's yeah. doesn't want to, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it was it was an interesting, too, I uh, point there. we like, well, could that have been expanded on a little bit more? Like, to show, if you're going to show him suddenly become a little more insensitive. I mean, there's another great point. Sure. Like, she has Alzheimer's. You could move her and get her care where you're going, but, you know, you're leaving her here with your daughter intentionally.
0: Yeah, exactly. And again, there's just that one scene between Kristen Stewart and him where he goes, you're a better man than I. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, like, shouldn't she smack her dad in the fucking mouth and go he may as well have just said, Well, good luck. Yeah, it's on your kids. <laughs> yeah. Have fun, kids. And yeah. it, she doesn't hate her dad for it. Like, well, let's expound on that. Then like if he's gonna be the dick, then let's get let's in See the dick. Let's, let's see, see it. Let's everybody dick. call him on his shit. Let's have yeah. him break down and tell me why he's such a what he what why he's so terrified of being there and watching this happen. Like, let's get into that scene. Let's yeah. have some compassion for him if or just make him a complete asshole. Like right. whatever it is, do more. Then this is sort of, oh, by the way, this guy that we introduced as a nice guy isn't. He's leaving. He's leaving. Oh, okay. So the dad and the husband is just splitting. Okay. Because he got a new
1: job in his 60s. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's reasonable. Like everyone's just kind of, oh, okay, dad. Well, yeah. It's
1: a great opportunity. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's just like, oh, well, by the way, your youngest daughter married a wolf. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have them all moving. Maybe I can
1: can work here for eight months before I retire. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that needed more. But I want to make this clear, though. I still think this is a movie worth watching.
1: Yes, I, I agree.
0: For, for, for Julianne Moore's performance, mm-hmm. it is totally Oscar worthy. We're being very hypercritical of the Alec Baldwin stuff. But um, it's a good movie to see. And I would definitely, I would definitely try to watch this before the Oscars if you can. Yes. Because to see all the other performances, and it does bring up a good point that we brought up a couple episodes ago when we were talking about movies that have been excluded and we talked a lot with Doug Benson about why Selma got excluded and, you know, what Spike Lee said. And Doug brought up a good point, which is there's a lot of really good actors and really good movies that aren't getting any recognition at all. And I go back to The Fault in Our Stars. If you have not seen that movie, that, all the things, all of the, the, the competent or the, it's, it's good, but it could have been great scenes, with the with the supporting characters they were all handled really well in the fault in our stars i would watch that movie um i would watch that movie for sure to see how it should be handled and um shaylin woodney should have gotten some nominations this award season, and I don't know. I'm sure that was a marketing thing or a studio decision or whatever. But came out
1: earlier in the year. Came too. out earlier in the
0: year. There's yeah. always
1: all these factors. You know how much you know was put into an Oscar campaign? Was it zero? Zero. You know? it
0: looks like very little. It yeah. wasn't even like they re-released it in November, or December. Did they send
1: out screeners? Yeah, all that stuff.
0: Maybe they didn't. But watch this movie, Still Alice, and then if you haven't seen The Fault in Our Stars, watch that that's what I would recommend. So I don't know anything else.
1: No, I think we pretty much covered it
0: and guys love to hear what you, you, you have to say on, on all this and, and, uh, Oh, going back to the American si- sniper spoiler rep. Um, you know, we, we have talked about this, the, the Marine, um, who killed Chris Kyle is actually, his trial is starting this week. Um, so, and, that, and another person too yeah he shot two people he yeah. shot um so uh that is almost assuredly probably why they didn't talk about that at the end of the film uh because of the legal stuff surrounding it but so m- more emails about um the imitation game uh we got some great emails about alan Turing and and his whole history
1: yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Um, so we really like that. We really appreciate that.
1: Here's the other thing, too, is I want to let you guys know our message boards are finally fixed, so you can um, join into the conversation. If you see the message boards, there's a little drop-down menu that says register. Mm -hmm. You can now register and uh, join the discussion because one of the posts was, it's getting a little thin around here. It's like, yeah, because no one could register. Yeah, <laughs> no right. one could actually uh, post anything. Um, in fact, somebody wanted to post so badly, they emailed, and I actually manually added them to the oh. system. <laughs> great, uh, But right now, it's great. You can go, you can, um, there's a lot of great discussions on there right now. There's everything from an asylum review to short film recommendations, and uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff to check out on the message boards.
0: Let's have some discussions about this, you know, what you guys think is still Alice, and yeah. any of you have ever had to deal with Alzheimer's and whether this movie rang true for you or didn't
1: yep Um, it's more prevalent than you know than than you think it's
0: yeah I've had
1: a a grandmother who had it
0: too we've all had to deal with it at some point Mm -hmm. Um, so um, love doing this you guys I'm so glad we've been able to do we want to thank Sherry's Berries for yes that's one of the reasons we're doing more spoiler apps, because yep. they need more episodes. So go to com. use coupon code CFN. It's a great gift for people for Valentine's Day or for any reason, and you're also, when you use our coupon code, you're helping support the show.
1: Yes. And um, remember, you got to do it tonight before Wednesday night at midnight to make sure you uh, get them for- Wednesday, February uh, 11th. Yes, Wednesday, February 11th to get uh, delivery by Valentine's Day.
0: And- uh, Hope to see you guys Valentine's night at the Hollywood improv. I'll be headlining there with an awesome lineup of comics and we'll also be uh, headlining the improv at Harrah's hotel and casino in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Chris,
1: I will be in Lake Tahoe at the improv at Harvey's casino tonight, February 11th through the 15th.
0: Right on. All right, guys, thank you so much for, for listening and we love your comments and feedback. Um, Spoiler Ep 27, still Alice. Put it in the books. My name is Graham Elwood.
1: And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember Han shot first, pill work it.